0: how's it going everybody you're very welcome along to another episode of the fantasyland fpl podcast myself Stephen Gilroy and Darruans here with me alongside me once again how are you keeping Dara? how's your international break going
1: I'm good, Steve. Now all's well. Um, yeah, it's going grand. Miss kind of missed the Premier League, to be honest. The it's the usual when this international break is on. It's it's mm. not the same, but uh, yeah. I suppose at least at least there is some football. And um, Ireland didn't uh do the business last night. Ireland never do while. the business.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Ireland never do no, the business. Don't. I, I don't mean I don't mean to down. I don't mean to yeah. down our country like or kind of you know be you know, pessimistic, I suppose, if you want to, want to say, but I just, I never feel like Ireland, and <laughs> never, never, they never do the business.
1: Yeah, they've had a tough, tough few years. They are on the right track, though. they're on the right way. He, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kenny has them playing a lot better. They don't, just don't have the, yeah,
0: yeah. the quality the of player
1: there, like, you know, they're playing lower leagues and uh, look at Scotland, they were listing out players, they have, they have Premier League players, you know, they're not their full team, but like, They have Premier League players playing in Premier League teams. That's that does make a difference.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose the international break is kind of it's it's a strange one because, you know, there is decent games on in that nations league. You know, sometimes the qualifiers can throw up some weird, you know, games between sides that probably shouldn't be playing each other at all. But then there is some half decent ones. It's just uh the interest, I suppose, hasn't been drummed up. As much as they would have liked, but look, we've the World Cup to look forward to in the next couple of months, so that'll be the that'll be the sole focus for international football point of view. Um, all the usual stuff coming up today on the podcast. We are here on Sunday. Um, the deadline for game week nine is eleven a.m. on Saturday morning, so the first of October. Make sure you don't miss it. I suppose we're just kind of getting around to doing the review of Game Week 8 now and looking ahead to Game Week 9. So all the usual stuff, we'll be looking at players to target. We'll be looking at the plan for Game Week 9 and beyond maybe. And we'll be taking a question from one of our listeners as well. So as usual, you can find us at Fantasyland FPL on Twitter. If you want to leave any comments or any questions there, feel free to do so. Let's get into the game week eight headlines, shall we? I'll just quickly run through what happened because I'm well aware that it's been a while since all the games finished. So I'll just just breeze over them pretty quickly. Um, so Villa beat Southampton on the Friday night with their Aaron Ramsey goal. Fulham scored three, but Mitrovic and Andreas were not involved in anything as they lost to Forest three-two. Grealish, Foden, and Halland all scored in the City's 3 0 win over Wolves. KDB provided two assists. Isaac scored for Newcastle as it came from behind to rescue a point against Bournemouth. Son came off the bench to score a hat-trick as Spurs beat Leicester 6-2. On Sunday then, Jesus punished wildcard, owner, wildcard players uh, that had no faith in him as he scored against Brentford a game. They won 3-0. And finally, Mope scored for Everton to give them their first win of the season over West Ham by a goal to nil. So... That's very quickly just breezing over what happened in Game Week 8. So for myself in Game Week 8, uh, with regards the points, I played my wild card. I was happy enough to play my wild cards I had done enough kind of taking players in, taking players out, trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the next maybe three, four or five weeks. And I was happy enough with what I went with. I ended up with a points total of 56 Um. Probably just in the middle. I've seen a few people on Twitter that have scored 56 on their wild card, and they probably are kind of saying the same thing as me. They're probably saying, like, could be better, you know, but glad it's not any worse. So, um, yeah, that's that's how I got on. Uh, Points-wise, the good and the bad. The good, Cancelo and the City boys, uh, De Bruyne and Haaland. So Cancelo got himself a nine-pointer. De Bruyne with a 10, Haaland then with a 12-pointer. Trippier then of Newcastle got himself a five-pointer, he won the penalty, uh, which Isaac scored and he got nine points. Uh, Mitrovic then was one of the bad, he got himself two points, Andreas got a one-pointer, Bailey, Leon Bailey got a three-pointer, uh, Emerson got a one-pointer, he was the West Ham selection I went for, one of two West Ham players I went for, I went for Jarrod Bowen as the other. Emerson didn't start the game but he came on and got himself a one-pointer. And then Jarbone, Bowen, of course, uh, got himself a two pointer. He was unlucky; he could have scored on a couple of occasions against Everton. But I think just a fairly lackluster performance against Everton. But thank God, there's good fixtures for West Ham on the horizon. All that to say puts me at a rank of in and around 588k. Uh, so still not too bad, I suppose, considering the the kind of the time we're at in the season and. Um, yeah, upwards and onwards. So 56, 588k, uh, that's how I got on. Dara, how'd you get on?
1: Much the same now as yourself, Steve. I got uh, 58 points. And the good players that I had this week they got some of the points for me, Kane got 10, uh, De Bruyne got 10, Cancelo got 9, Haaland, I had as captain, and he got 12. Then Trippier got um, 5. And some of the players that... Didn't do as well for me. Um, Martinelli got three. Mitrovic got two. And then most of the rest of my players got two points and one one point. Um, I also used my wild card. So I brought in a few of those players, like De Bruyne and Kane, And they were the two players that got me the most points. So for some of those decisions, bringing them in, it was, it was good. And um, yeah, I'm on a green arrow. So I'm happy enough with that. Just slowly making my way up. It's been a tough... Tough start, tough few weeks, but um, hopefully we'll we'll get there eventually.
0: Yeah, I think you see you see a lot of people kind of stuck in and around that you know million you know to five hundred k mark. So, I mean, anyone that has had an you know a, a, an unspectacular season so far, um, you know, there's probably a lot of people in the same boat at the moment. And game Week 8, look wasn't an anything spectacular. I think if you owned Kane. And son, I mean son, coming off the bench for for Leicester, I seen uh, I seen a few people had captain them, you know. But you don't you don't foresee things like that. You don't you don't you know predict that's going to happen. But I say you were happy enough with Kane. He got himself a goal and an assist.
1: Yeah, definitely, he got same points. Oh, he got more points than Haaland actually. Yeah, and I I had Kane and I didn't have Haaland for the first few weeks, but then. To get Hall and then I have to get rid of Kane, but now I've got back Kane and I have both of them. Um, just it's just the way it's worked out. And yeah. Sun, like Sun hasn't been on form, so he's someone that I didn't, you know, I didn't really no. think of getting him in. And then I saw him on the bench and I was like, that's a good decision. But then he comes on and he's just on fire. This could be the start of his season. Yeah,
0: I think so too. I think he, you know, the way when he celebrated the goal, he kind of just, you know, stood there you know eric Cantona style looking around and um mm. you know it was kind of kind of felt like he's kind of saying well you know I was never I was never really away you know you know I'm gonna be Yeah
1: there. a really a bit of a relief as well i suppose I'd to say get the so. first yeah.
0: first one in 100% yeah there were great goals too i think two two of the three scored were absolutely unbelievable the second one uh yeah. into the top corner great goal
1: I think two of them are up for goal of the month. Really, they're, only, they're in the same game, and he hasn't scored in any other game. So
0: yeah.
1: it just a, proves it's...
0: it proves like, I mean, he's you know they say you know form is temporary, class is permanent. It's kind of it, it really does kind of ring ring true with that, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely, definitely. Yeah, he's he is good. Like he's a very good player.
0: Yeah, he's probably some of the one of the best in the league. Um, yeah. so yeah so we're we're both uh, i suppose sitting around quite um average you know ranks at the moment uh in the uh in the standings so it'll be interesting to see how the next couple of weeks goes i'm i'm interested to see now because we've a full we've a full kind of run to the world cup now you know from from game week 9 up to game week uh what is it like uh, 14 or 15 now at this stage um so i think now is going to be very interesting to see where we end up between here and the start of the world cup it could be either you know very yeah. good or we could drop off drop off a lot um but um play, playing the wild card last week uh, I I was happy enough to do it yeah. were you still happy enough after how the games went the weekend and and how you're set up yeah. going forward
1: yeah for sure because it going into the international week or the international break two week break i felt better because i'm on an up, upwards like my team is points were de- well decent, not the best, but I was still a green arrow, and I kind of set myself, try to set myself <laughs> up, um, for the next few weeks until maybe up until the World Cup, and then we'll probably get some double game weeks in there as well because yeah. the games that were postponed with the 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 death of the Queen and. Then there was talk of train strikes as well. I don't know how that I hear affects that. Yeah. some games. So we'll we'll have to see about that. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely have a lot of games, a lot of games to be played in the
0: next few weeks. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you say about the train strikes because you're right. I seen something on Twitter there recently oh. that it that it could be a it could be a nationwide thing. You know that that there's going to be train strikes and you know if if game weeks are called off, you know it could be a thing that. Remember, we got an extra free hit chip last year. Was it last year that we got it? That's right. Yeah. It was could before it, Christmas,
1: I think, was it? or yeah. uh, November or
0: something. That's right. It was, do, it was to do either with COVID or the weather postponements, wasn't it? Or something like that. I think it was yeah, COVID. Yeah, it
1: could have been COVID. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot, big outbreak, I think.
0: So it'll be interesting to see what happens if more games are postponed, if we'll get another chip eventually. Okay. So that's game week eight. Done and dusted. Case closed. Moving on fixtures for game week nine are as follows big game to start game week nine after the international break arsenal and spurs on saturday at twelve thirty. that is going to be a real that's that's going to be a really good game isn't it it's going to be a really good test for arsenal first and foremost you know uh, you know they they lose to manchester united but then they come out and they beat brentford 3-0 and they say you know we're not done yet like we've had a bit of a you know bump in the road but we're not going anywhere it would be a big game won't it
1: yeah, absolutely yeah, it'll be massive and I'd expect goals in that game as well Um, yeah. definitely I, even though like Spurs with Conte Spurs are a little bit more um defensive but I, I reckon there will be goals in that game you have yeah. like Sun coming into form Kane's playing well Jesus has been going well, Martinelli. So I actually would look forward to that game. It's a derby as well. It'll be a good yeah, game to
0: watch. Big game. Big game to kick off game week nine. I'll be looking forward to that myself. Um, The three o'clock kickoffs then. Bournemouth take on Brentford. Palace take on Chelsea. Fulham against Newcastle. Liverpool against Brighton. Southampton versus Everton. West Ham versus Wolves, which is the late game on the Saturday. Well, I think it is. I'm not sure anyways. Um, But yeah, are all the three o'clock kickoffs. City and United then, another big game on Sunday. Uh, That will be, there'll be a lot of interest in that one. I think a lot of people that are tripled up on the likes of the City players, you know, taking on United, they have a decent upturn in form. Would you be kind of, I I hate hate when, you know, the big teams play each other, you know, so City and United, and you have double City, you know, or double whatever, you know, and they're all playing each other. Do you ever like kind of dread those games? A little bit,
1: yeah, yeah. It's hard to know. And like, with, with with City and United, United have an okay record against them. Yeah. Um. In recent years, even though United haven't been the best, but it's it's hard to know what that game like. Yeah. You still expect Halland to to get a goal or that even United are playing well. You still expect him yeah. to do something in that game. Um. I have. Cancelo and Haaland and De Bruyne, actually.
0: Yeah, same. And it. then Dalo. I
1: have Dalo, but he would probably be on the bench for me. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, just... it's, it's a hard one to know. It's a derby as well, but you would ex- still expect
0: City to score. Yeah, yeah. Score at least at least once anyways.
1: Yeah, Haaland is, doesn't matter who it's against. He can just score. It, it, or he's always there creating, creating chances.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, that will be another big game on uh, next weekend of course on Sunday uh, then the other game on Sunday is Leeds and Aston Villa uh, then on Monday then the final game of game week 9 is Leicester and Nottingham Forest uh, you had mentioned uh, before that James Madison could be an outside bet for a fixture like that and Leicester's fixtures look pretty good but uh, yeah I, I I don't know Leicester, Leicester got a bit of a bit of a trimming again uh, the weekend by Spurs. Um, it's surprising. I thought Rogers would have been let go by now. Or do you think they'll kind of stick out for a little bit longer with him?
1: I I have a feeling that he wants he wants to be sacked, so he'll get his payout, the money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Like it's a few million a couple of million, or a few million. So I have a feeling there's a bit of that going on. I don't know. I have no facts to back that up. But you no I insider,
0: think... you have no insider knowledge. No? <laughs> So um
1: I have a feeling that's it because normal situation the manager would be would be gone at this stage, like well, they're bottom of the table, um they don't seem to be like playing that well. Yeah. So like you think our Leicester holding out and saying, right, we want him to leave, but then he's like, right, I'm gonna stay, still have to sack me. It could be a bit of that. Um like Madison is the only one there that seems to be. He's actually played he played all right. He played quite well in that game against Spurs. I know they lost six 2 but yeah. he's still getting points. Like people were in between picking Madison. I think we spoke about it and Bone for that like 7.98 million. And like even though their bottom Madison showed the last day again, that he's probably a better pick than Bone.
0: Yeah, I mean at the moment, anyway, yeah, absolutely. He seems to provide a little bit more of an attacking threat at least. And uh, like I suppose Leicester and West Ham, they are kind of in a similar situation at the moment. Leicester, I mean, their situation just seems to be a little bit more kind of magnified at the moment. You know, everyone's looking at Leicester. Yeah. No one's looking at West Ham and, and the likes of Everton, even though they, they still kind of are like looking at them. But, you know, I think Leicester's mm. situation is just a bit more um blown up for, for the, uh, the fact that their manager is Brendan Rodgers. And uh, they're all expecting he's gonna he's gonna be let go, but we'll just have to wait and see. There are all the fixtures for game week nine. Uh, There's a few there that you could definitely target. For me, I'll be looking at the likes of uh, Fulham and Newcastle. Um, you know it'll be an interesting one because Newcastle have been fairly good defensively. Fulham, you know, look like they can score against anybody. Um, you're looking at the likes of Leeds and Aston Villa. Leeds have had you know a nice break now. Are they are they going to come firing out of the blocks? You know against I know Asta Villa won last time out, but you know they're kind of just trying to get their season back on track. Leicester against Forest again. If you have the likes of Madison, I mean you could nearly captain them if you really wanted to go for an outside punt. Leicester will be looking to get their season back on track and look. I suppose no better way than against Forest. Forest don't look don't look great at all really. Um, even though a lot of us own the night the likes of Nico Williams. Um, I think Forrester probably in a a spot of bother. Um, Is there any of them fixtures in particular uh, that that you'd pick out straight away, Dara?
1: Well, there's good games, obviously, the ones we mentioned, the Arsenal Spurs and City United, uh, but they might not be great for our assets that we have or our players that we want to score points. And like other games there, Fulham and Newcastle should be a good game. Again, it should be tight, so it might not be good if you have like yeah. players from Fulham or Newcastle. It's tough this week. There's a lot of close games, like there's no games that you could say like even Liverpool and Brighton, Liverpool aren't really in form. Brighton have a new manager, so it's hard to know what how that'll go. Yeah. Um, West Ham and Wolves, like that should be close as well. Um, Southampton, Everton, they're all very close. Like Leicester Forest, maybe like and not on another year, you'd say Leicester, but they Leicester are worse off than Forest, so like that's that's going to be close as well. So uh, it's it's a tight game of fixtures for the weekend. Palace, Chelsea, like Palace have been playing well; they're at home. You just you wouldn't know Chelsea haven't been up and down as well. So yeah. yeah, it's actually a good a good weekend
0: of kind of close tough fixtures. Yeah. Doesn't make it any easier easier for us uh, managers though, does it? Really and truly? Really, Definitely not. No,
1: it's it's it could be a difficult weekend. We'll have to see. Yeah.
0: It feels like we've had a lot of difficult weekends uh since the season started, doesn't it? it, it I've doesn't had be... a
1: difficult weekend every weekend.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's 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 not been anything spectacular. Like I mean, there was one or two weeks at the start, maybe a week at the start that you know we thought like, oh, you know, this is good. To, it's going to kick off now. You know, we're gonna we're gonna see some you know great games and and results go our way like but you know it just feels like every weekend there's always a spanner in the works somewhere but I suppose that, that is FPL isn't it
1: that is the game
0: Um. so on that we will look at some of the players to target for game week 9 so Dara I'll let you take the lead on this one hit us perfect
1: yeah so I have done a like small list well actually I started off small and I got quite big but I'll, I'll go through the names anyway Um. so on this list I have Tony um I have son like two players that are kind of have been informed so they they could be ones to to watch out for. I have Mitrovic and Isaac but there's doubts over the Isaac. fitness of 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 Isaac definitely yeah he's yeah. on 75% and he's a knock he has a yellow um on uh, the the app or the Premier League and Mitrovic like I was looking at a tweet earlier they're saying Mitrovic came out and said I think he'll be ready for the Norway game. And then you see on Twitter all over Mitrovic is out. Massive win for the wild carders: Solanki, Tony, or Daka to replace him. So we'll have to see from that. He's saying he'll be okay. We'll we'll just have to see if he plays against Norway and then yeah. um see how it for week, the next week. Yeah, yeah, he was he's he's a brilliant record for for Serbia. He's on fire with them. Yeah. Uh, anytime he plays, um, I, on this other list, then I have Trippier. He's been so consistent. Newcastle have been quite solid. He's definitely one to watch out for. Uh, ha- uh, City assets have KDB, Foden, the usuals KDB, Froden, the usual, as we usually mention. City are going very well. Then I have Madison, who has been kind on for me, someone to have in there. I've put down Leeds because they're home and they're playing Villa. Um, maybe Sinistera or Harrison yeah. to watch I out say, for.
0: Yeah, yeah, Sinistera definitely. Sinistera actually yeah. scored for um Colombia um okay. this morning at the time we're recording this Sunday. So it was this morning they were playing. Um, mm. I don't know whether it was a friendly or, or or whatever it was, but uh, he he came on and he scored uh, within like five minutes coming on. So like you know the guy the guy yeah. looks like he's kicking into a bit of gear. You're right, hundred percent. Uh, put him on the list. Um, yeah, definitely good for a definitely good for a punt. And Leeds fixtures are okay for the next while too.
1: Yeah, definitely. And then the next one is Zaha. Like mm-hmm. he's I know they're playing Chelsea, but he's their standout player. He's actually playing. He seems to be even better now under Vieira. Whatever system he's playing, he and he's not relied on solely like under Roy Hodgson. He was the main man, and he everything was on him. And if he didn't do it. There wasn't many others, but now he seems to have other players around him and whatever the way the system is playing. Yeah. Um Saliba and Saka then for Arsenal, but Arsenal have a, haven't the easiest run of fixtures. Yeah. But they're they're the for- Saka's coming into form. Um and Saliba has just been excellent. He's amazing, like, yeah.
0: He's been he's been really yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Um and then I put down here uh Diego Costa.
0: Hmm, interesting. For Wolves, they're
1: away to West Ham now. Whether he starts, but he could be someone to watch out for for the future. And he's always an interesting character he's to, a very interesting to watch on character. the pitch. I
0: can I can see it now. I can see it now. I'm going to turn on live score on Saturday evening. Uh, Diego Hassel have scored twice. And we're, yeah, oh my God, he's back.
1: <laughs> he's back. He's back. Uh, so yeah, that's the list for this week. I did contemplate putting in Liverpool at home to Brighton hmm But that's hard to know just with
0: Salah. Is this the week
1: that they turn it on? And
0: I, I, I think it's I think it's coming. I I I think I think it's definitely on the horizon. Do you know? I think it's it's not it's probably not far off. Sue, like you, you said a few weeks ago that what if they kick into gear? <sighs> like really and truly, you know, the international break has happened now. They're back a game against Brighton. You know, Brighton new manager. I know sometimes the new manager bounces a new thing, but you never know. Could be, could be at the start of a few fixtures where Liverpool just rack off maybe two or three wins in a row.
1: Is he going to do a son? Like is Salah's cape more so even than son? he he could do it. So we'll see.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think he's capable of doing it. It's just a matter of what frame of mind the Liverpool players come back. You know, maybe they want to come back and make an all-out attack. You know. From now until the World Cup, because because they know if they drop points a couple more times, City will be there and they'll capitalize on it, and the title race will be over in no time. You know it'll be over, before they know it, like if they were to lose again twice or drop points or maybe even draw a couple of more games, it'll be um yeah be absolutely you know crucial for their title ops if they've any aspirations of winning the league. Um yeah, I I I'd agree with all the uh, with the names on that list, Sinistera. You took, the, you took the words right out of my mouth there. I was just about to say it Um, if you hadn't mentioned them. um, The likes of Leicester, yeah, if you have James Madison, 100% stick him in. I think they'll beat Forest. Don't know by how much. Could be a tight enough game, but I think, think they'll probably get a result there. Man City, Manchester United, you're right. I think it's probably, you know, odds on that City are probably going to score at least once, if not twice. And Kevin O'Brien is probably going to be at the heart of something in that game also. Um, looking through the other games then Ivan Tony against Bournemouth Bournemouth you know they'll start to push back at some stage eventually as well but you know their the fixtures are half decent and Ivan Tony, you know but he got himself in the, the England squad there now I know he didn't play um, he, he didn't play at all in the two games did he?
1: There was something there I was reading that he he didn't put him on the squad did he for this one of the games yeah. and he had two goalkeepers on the bench yeah putting...
0: I, I see yeah I seen that
1: Instead of putting Tony on your form striker out of all your strikers,
0: yeah, well, at least on the bench, that's why that's why England aren't going to win the World Cup, boys. It's, just, it's not they're,
1: re- they're relegated, aren't they? From that, they're relegated group, from, uh, that, from
0: that, From uh, from that group, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They've had their worst record going into the World Cup, I think. They've,
0: they've the last six games or something they haven't won, yeah, really, really unbelievable, you know, considering the talent they have at their disposal, but yeah, um. All them names, pretty much, you know, jot them down on a list. If you're a wild card in this week, uh, you've plenty of choice. And you've loads of teams to choose from that have good fixtures in the next few weeks. And um, we mentioned, do we mention the Spurs players? Oh, yeah, we did. You mentioned Son and you mentioned uh, Kane. Just a quick one on Jesus before we get to the the listener questions and the uh, captaincy options. Were you... uh, were you kind of going mad when you seen that Jesus has scored? Did you feel straight away after after what we had said the last day that it was that it was a bad idea? Yeah,
1: mm, I I was and I wasn't. I, yeah. I I got Kane in, like Kane got the points. Well, I kind of got Mitrovic in for Jesus. So look, I, I couldn't afford. I couldn't afford all of them. I'd have to have downgraded again somewhere else in my team. So it's just a way. It's if someone you're gonna lose out. Um I was gonna lose out on somebody, but no, I'm not. I'm not too disappointed. Yeah.
0: Same, same. I, I I seen that he scores, but I was like, look, I mean, it was the plan anyways. You know, it was always yeah. it was always I was always gonna move him on to try and bring I, in Mitrovic or someone else.
1: I was sure Mitrovic would have got something in that game because it yeah. was what three three two. Like yeah. you'd expect him to have at least two, I thought maybe, and then I looked at it and he's like, he's nothing.
0: Crazy. Anyway. Um let us move on to some of the captaincy options very quickly. Who have you got for us there?
1: Diego Costa.
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> I love it. Outside punt. Why not?
1: Um, how much is Diego Costa? He, oh, he's oh,
0: 5.5, 5.5 million. But I think he's
1: actually a oh, lack of match fitness. He's 75%. Ah, he, had us,
0: he had us excited there for a
1: bit. Um, who do I have? I have Kane, um, and then Possibly Sun down beside him. I have um, Mitrovic. Who are they playing? They're home to Newcastle. Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I have Jesus here down yeah. in that. But then, it's hard to know with with that game against with Spurs. If I had Jesus, I I don't know if I probably wouldn't captain myself, but he's definitely someone that you could look at. Uh, I have the City city Assets. We said Haaland, KDB, Foden. And then as a differential, I have uh, Madison. I think Madison is someone you could do this week because you have, like, the players I have named there except for uh, Mitrovic, they're all playing each other. yeah. So, like, they could be close games. Um, So you could go for a Madison if you wanted a differential, but that's up to people and what they decide themselves. But he's someone that I, if I had him, I would like to as a just to maybe get some points up because they're home to Forrest. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, like I, I would probably go, i probably look at the likes of, um, if you have any Liverpool players left, I don't know. I think if, if you had Salah left, you could probably go for him against Brighton. Yeah, You could probably go for the likes of Haaland against United. I would just stick mm. the armband on him anyway, and pick a decent vice captain. You know, give yourself give yourself a chance. I mean, he's definitely going to play against them, but um, just on the off chance that he doesn't. But like, he's he's definitely going to play against you. Know, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, that's a hundred percent going to happen. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Madison against Forest, probably the best attacking option, um, and a differential pick as well. Leeds and Aston Villa. It's hard to know. I mean, I don't. I don't really want to kind of you know, set my soul out on captain Leeds player, you know, even if I had Sinistera, I still think that's going to be a very tough game. You know, two teams that are probably trying to kick into gear and trying to, you know, get their seasons, get their seasons going again. Um, Crystal Palace and Chelsea, that's a tough game. I'll probably stay away from that too. If you have Ivan Tony, you could captain him against Bournemouth. You know, he might be, you know, well up for it after missing out. Uh, yeah, big games against England. He could turn around and he could actually be uh could be very good.
1: I I actually never thought of him. He could be a good shout as well if you yeah. had him
0: hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's if he's if he's in the right uh in the right frame of mind and in the right the right mood, then he could be uh, he could do big things against Bournemouth. And yeah, I mean, I would go for probably you know either the Spurs boys as well against Arsenal. Uh, even though that is a very tough game as well. They're all tough games as you say, and it's hard to pick a, a winner out of most of them. Okay let's move swiftly on. We've one final part of the podcast to do. And that is the listener questions, questions, questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this week uh, we have a question from uh, Ross Burke. So Ross, thanks a million for sending in the uh, question. The question is kind of, I suppose, split into a couple of parts, Dara, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah so I'll just, I'll just read it out as it is, as, uh, as the way we got it. So, um, uh, da, da, da. What are your plans going into uh, this game week? Will we be making any transfers? And What players, teams are we banking on getting high points? Um, uh, he also says very hard to pick a definite winner in any of the games this week, uh, in his opinion. So yeah, we just mentioned that. It's a very kind of level field in terms of who's going to win any of them games. Dara, I'll let you answer uh the what are your game week plans for this week? You know, do you have a plan for this week, next week, or or what's the what's the move? No
1: plans really, because I just use yeah. my wildcards. So yeah. as of as of today, uh I have no plans. I'll probably just go with what I have because I've only got a new team in. So that's the way I'm gonna look at it, unless with injuries or fitness coming close to the deadline, we'll know after international break. Then maybe something then. But as of now, I have no plans. Just keep it the way it is. Yeah. Um. And hope. Hopefully, even though they're tough, as Ross, what he said in his question was what we were just talking about. The the games are all hard to call. Um. And pick a definite, definite winner. What about yourself, Steve? What's yeah. Your...
0: No, I. I one hundred percent. I was just going to say, um, when when I seen that question when you sent it to me on WhatsApp the, the the last day, um, I had said uh, I don't really have a move. I don't have a move. I'm probably going to just stick with what I have. I'm after wildcarden. I don't necessarily need to kind of make any moves straight away. Obviously, the Isaac injury is going to be it's going to be fairly annoying. If I if if he's still injured when he comes back from international duty or or whenever that happened, I'll have to try and figure out what I'm going to do with that. Maybe I'll just have to play with two strikers. And um, I'll have to play the likes of Zahag and Chelsea or something like that. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty much gonna if, if if I can bank transfers where I can in the next couple of weeks, I'll do that, and just try and um I'll try and get to the World Cup break uh with a good rank intact. Now, obviously, you y- you make a good point as well there if injuries, suspensions, and stuff like that come into play as well, you're going to have to, you know, dig in and kind of figure out what to- you're going to do next. But um no that's that's you, my plan. Do you have Mitrovic? Yeah. as well as Isaac. I've Mitrovic, yeah, so Mi- like... Mitrovic and Isaac. Yeah, so yeah. If if it, that... if it comes to a thing that Mitrovic is injured as well, I yeah. might have to act.
1: That could affect Jan. He might be okay. Like that's the thing.
0: Yeah. So again, I suppose wildcarding before the international break, a lot of people probably would have said, "Oh, you know, wait until af- after the international break." But you know, I suppose you can do one way or the other, I suppose, wait until the international break is finished. You know, I suppose you've got a little bit more information and you kind of know the players are coming back with a clean bill of health and they're, they're ready to go for the next few games. But yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Um, what, uh, what's the other part of this question? What players, teams are we banking on to get high points in this game week? I'm assuming Dara, that's probably what the question's probably asking. Is it? Probably yes, asking, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I, Yeah you, you you go ahead No no go ahead Steve uh, yeah. I, I was going to say um, I can see Liverpool players Getting high points I know We're kind of Sitting here saying Are they going to do it I think they're going to beat Brighton I think they're going to beat Brighton Maybe 2 or 3 now um, And Salah is going to play well I think the likes of Luis Diaz I kind of I'm a bit fearful Like I mean I'd love to own Luis Diaz again I kind of got rid of him On the wild card Because I needed to make more Space for different players but um
1: yeah Jota even there scored for Portugal, so
0: he's someone that could yeah, be absolutely you know, yeah. not many people are mentioning him, yeah, it could be a Salah, Jada Diaz front line, do you know? yeah, possibly um but I see I see them getting big points. I see Brentford winning, I see them probably getting big by I see Tony getting at least now I'm no psychic or anything like that, lads, but I see him getting maybe nine to ten points at least, do you know you can come back to this podcast next week when all the games are over and you can see how close I actually was if I am at all um, City and United I don't know it's hard to see could be could be a could be a one-sided game or it could be a could be a very kind of cagey kind of game between two teams like that though well, yeah what, what, what do you think
1: you would say a Haaland there or a Ke- Kevin De Bruyne like for points Haaland is hard to see it's hard to see past him
0: yeah it's it's like we just keep going. I know we've said it a hundred times in this pod already, but it's a hard week, very hard week, to kind of pick out who's going to do really well. I mean, you're looking at you know, the likes of Southampton and Everton. There, like that's a fairly even contest. West Ham and Wolves, fairly even contest. Um, you know, Leeds, Leeds can get themselves, you know, a big win to get themselves back on track. You know, Bamford is back fit. He scored a hat trick for the under twenty ones there recently. You know, looked very sharp. Um, the likes of him, he could do well. Harrison, Sinistera, you know, all these players could do very well for Leeds. And I suppose if there was one other team I would look at, I'd probably look at, I'd probably look at Spurs. To be honest, do you know? Do you think Spurs would beat Arsenal in that game?
1: Arsenal are at home, aren't
0: they? Yeah. Um, it
1: could be a draw that game.
0: Yeah. I find it draw. very difficult to um, uh <laughs> to pick any,
1: any yeah, I, winners. I, well, I have Madison down here. I have Sinistera. I have Salah. Zaha. And then I I just have Arsenal versus Spurs. Jesus, K, and Sonar Martinelli. And then I have Haaland as well. And I think the other one you mentioned there was Tony. I think they could be the players that could get the higher points this week.
0: Perfect. Okay. Right. Uh, thanks very much for the questions, Ross. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Ross. Yeah. Absolutely, class. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a few more questions on next week. I suppose we, we kind of get like it's very early in the uh, early in the week to be kind of putting your plans together and uh, asking the asking the series questions. People probably want to wait till uh, players are back from their international duty and stuff like that. But we said we give it a go. Uh, get it out early and uh, see how we go. So. Um, that is it that's pretty much uh, everything we need to cover for this week we've done everything we've looked at game week 8 we've looked ahead to game week 9 done captaincy transfers players to watch and all that kind of stuff so all that's left to say best of luck for game week 9 we'll be back again next week we'll have a we'll have a busy schedule ahead of us now between now and the uh, and the World Cup so uh, we'll uh, hopefully hopefully be able to give you some sort of uh, guidance over the next couple of weeks and months once again, Dara, I want to thanks thank you for joining me on the podcast on this Sunday evening.
1: No bother. Thanks yourself, Steve. It was good. No, no bother. be back.
0: Yeah. Uh we'll chat to everyone next week and uh yeah, best of luck for the for the upcoming game week and we'll talk to you next week. So uh take care and talk to you soon.